everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence, a bonus episode, a best of episode, a best of I Was the Walrus episode. I'm here today with my co-host, Brendan McCullough. I'm Doug Coleman. Oh man, I'm all over the place. How are you doing, Bren? I'm trying to match together bonus and best of into one word, and it's very difficult. Best Bones stiff. It's a bone stiff episode. It's a bone stiff episode, everybody. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like something that That's would come up in I Was the Walrus. I don't know. I don't it know sounds what like that an answer. Um, but no, this is a conversation game we've been playing since the beginning. I feel like, yeah, this is the oldest of them all, and it's good to be able to give you guys a bonus episode during the holiday season. I didn't even know if it was going to happen, but we're pulling it off. Uh, but we're going to have some commentary for you guys after the first segment. Uh, hope you guys enjoy. So as a refresher for anyone who hasn't uh, or has joined our show recently and we haven't played in forever, this is a game where we have a category and I, Brent and I are going to judge Nick and judge Greg's answers as far as which we think is the better choice. If we don't agree on something, maybe we'll try to do sudden death, but uh, we'll see. Um, But yeah, so Nick and judge Greg, let's see here. I have a couple to choose from and it's been a while. Um, Let's start. <laughs> Let's start with <laughs> if you could move a hollow a holiday to another time of year, which would you move and why? Okay, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm still thinking. Uh... Well, you think, and I'll just say my. Oh wait, answer. no, no, we yeah, count well, you both uh, in, yeah. and then we hear them at the same time. Okay, I'm uh, fine. Okay, I'm good. All right, let's hear your answers at the count of three. Three, two, one, go. Valentine's Day in the summer. All right, so you got to move Thanksgiving because everybody wants to celebrate Christmas anyway, and it's just getting in the way, so you just push it out. Well, that's pretty so, smart. And I Christmas did hear- in summer and Valentine's Day when? In the summer. So, in the summer? Yeah. Okay. Mo- 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 summer holidays. Yeah, no, my reasoning is, like, things are already going to be getting, like, sweaty and hot and heavy in Valentine's Day anyway. <laughs> Let's make it even worse. Yeah, harder. I, yeah, I yeah. knew the phrase "hot and heavy" was going to be used in there. Yeah, wow. And basically, just it's just <laughs> the point of just you're welded to your significant other with sweat, and it's just I'm just one of the, I just want to make couples suffer. <laughs> that seems pretty vindictive. I just figure yeah. we, we're all celebrating Christmas before Thanksgiving anyway. Why not just push Thanksgiving, you know, just a, two months and make it in January when, quite frankly, people are people are ready for some turkey dinner because they just had their Christmas break and they need a chance to play with their new toys. Yeah, but not to sound like Doc Brown, but you're messing with history. Am I really, though? Is it the history I mean, we want to remember? Uh, now that we're not celebrating yeah, I mean, Columbus it, it Day was, anymore. It was an arbitrarily picked date. Lincoln just kind of said, so the fourth... The fourth Thursday in November, <laughs> yeah. which is it's it's so arbitrary when you think about that. It was just like it was like he was just throwing darts. He was like, "What am I going to make it <laughs> Thursday? Awesome. Which Thursday? 
the fourth one. Which all right, well, which yeah, month? Well, November. November. Perfect. There, make it then. We That's all know Lincoln got drunk through most yeah. of his presidency. I like to think that Lincoln had a massive dartboard in the Oval Office, and instead of using darts, he would throw his hat like odd job <laughs> wherever the hat there landed. I mean, it's it's so random, especially when you think, well, they're celebrating because they finally survived the harsh winter. Oh, so we're gonna put this holiday at the beginning of the harsh okay, winter. Works. Yeah, that makes yeah. that makes perfect sense. That's exactly exactly like the Pilgrims did it. Awesome. Yeah, because you, you're gonna die, but you'll die with that ignorance of hope. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> Which is also the name of my autobiography. <laughs> <of hope. laughs> the of hope. Right, and so th- I mean, th- quite frankly, that's why Lincoln was shot because it was so arbitrary. John Wilkes Booth oh, was just I, like, "There's, it, there's no possible ooh, way that makes any sense." I thought it was because he was Something a vampire killer. Something has to killer. be done to stop this man. Uh, if you read the Vampire Killer book or saw the movie, that is why he was shot. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It's no, it was because Lincoln was about to reveal that there was actually a second shooter with JFK, and uh, he had to be silenced. <laughs> Whoa, well, Lincoln was, was the second shooter with JFK. That's what people don't want to know. Isn't there that weird coincidence? Like Lincoln's bodyguard was named Kennedy, and Kennedy's bodyguard yeah, was named Lincoln. Yeah. That's because they were both each other's bodyguards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would watch that movie. <laughs> Time traveling Lincoln protects JFK. Give it time; someone will do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then right, right, right at the end, like Nixon comes in with a suicide vest or something. <laughs> it's Nixon and uh, John Wilkes Booth. They team up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm just imagining they take inspiration from Nixon from Futurama. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. So we got Thanksgiving in January and Valentine's Day in the summer. Yeah, and that's the thing, Brent. I need your input because I'm. I love both answers, but I think I'm leaning towards moving Thanksgiving because it is just like overlooked now and it just doesn't get the credit it deserves. I honestly feel like if Lincoln had a an, uh, something on his dartboard where it was like, there's a, a Thanksgiving once a month, we should do something like that to be more grateful and stop being such assholes. Oh, that won't fix anything. Ah, uh, true. Uh, I feel like, though, if we put Thanksgiving in, like, a colder month, and especially after New Year's with all the drinking and Christmas, like, Christmas and New Year's back-to-back is already, like, exhausting to begin with. So then having another one, like, maybe two or three weeks later, you're just going to be sleeping, like, all of January, which I'm fine with, but I think society might, like, come to a halt for a while. Um, Valentine's Day in the summer, I don't know. That's just a corporate money-making holiday anyway. Like, there's literally no significance to that whatsoever. So, if you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it. You know, use sweat as lube. Like you'll find a way. Oh <laughs> like, no, I don't recommend that. But like, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna. That's just happen. so unsanitary. Yeah, <laughs> bad it's advice. Life. Um, I don't know. Getting all hot and heady, hot and heady. Mario Carty. Whoa, Mario Carty. I've been drinking today. It's like 9 a.m. over here. I've been quite blitzed. Um, if we're going to get hot and heavy in the summer. It's, I'm already in L.A. It's already hot and heavy. Uh, I'm all up for napping for just like a month. So I'm going to have to go with Thanksgiving in January. Yeah, I'm going with Thanksgiving God in damn January. American bias. The thing is, uh, the our Thanksgiving just passed uh, was the coldest since 1901 in Pennsylvania. So that was Ooh. kind of ridiculous. Fuck that. But um, all right. So we're gonna give that one to Judge Greg. Uh, there's still a chance for you, Nick, if you get the next two right. Let's see here. Uh, speaking of Pennsylvania, uh, this is something you guys probably know nothing about, but I'm gonna pretend like you do. Uh, we all know that <laughs> Puxatawney Phil is number one, and Gus is number two for being the most famous groundhog in Pennsylvania. Is this Who's an the... ad? Are we no, sponsored? No. 
Who is the third, and how they get their reputation? So how did got it? Already got an answer. Damn. All right, and the thing is, uh, for those who aren't from Pennsylvania and don't understand, the Pennsylvania Lottery funds these commercials like every year for the past like decade with this CGI groundhog named Gus, and he touts himself as the second most famous groundhog in Pennsylvania behind Puxatawney Phil. So it's not really something to be that proud of, but and it's also just a advertisement. Um, but no, we're not sponsored, and I'm just interested to hear uh, how a groundhog got its reputation to be the third most famous groundhog in Pennsylvania, specifically. In, in I, Pennsylvania. All right. I'm famous for enabling gambling on a statewide level, not being a talking fucking groundhog. <laughs> That's not important. <laughs> Mine is completely nonsensical, but this is just to kind of follow through with a rule I've had. If I ever get to play this game, I have to slip it in. So, um, so all for that. A, so is believing a groundhog has any power over the weather. So fucking mm. Pennsylvania's is backwards. Yeah, that also, for those who don't know who Puxatawney Phil is, it's just a groundhog we look to every year to see if winter is going to last another extra couple weeks or so. It's dumb as shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm, re- I'm ready to go. And he's, he tells us that if he sees a shadow or not. So, yeah, that's a thing. Um, uh, but all right, we're ready. Let's count down from three. Three, two, one, go. Guy Munchies the Groundhog. Oh, Christ. He lives in Bradford, <laughs> Pennsylvania, and he uses Zippo lighters to light up joints, and that's how he became famous. <laughs> so That's impressive. It, yeah. All right. So one is... Is it just Guy Fieri and he's claiming to be a groundhog now? Or is it a groundhog that is Guy Fieri or like looks like Guy Fieri? It's a groundhog that is Guy Fieri. And if he appears, it's two more weeks of Flavortown. <laughs> All right. So we got Guy Fieri as a groundhog and then we got Doug as a groundhog. Oh, Jesus. No. So, <laughs> no. Okay. Explain yours a little more, Greg. All right. So, Greg. so mine, mine I, called him, I call him Munchies. Because yeah. that seems like a groundhog name. He lives in Bradford, Pennsylvania, home of the Zippo lighter. And he got <laughs> his name because he uses Zippo lighters in order to smoke, you know, the Mary Jane. And he gets the munchies. And that's how he became famous around northern Pennsylvania. It's a very poor groundhog. He's known for cheap snacks and Zippo lighters. Oh, well, yeah, rather than known for lore. being a shadow guy. Like, hey, I <laughs> every once a year I come out, I look at my shadow, I get freaked out. <laughs> yeah, but American national treasure, Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. The man that pioneered sunglasses on the back of your head for no reason. <laughs> oh, Christ. The man who pioneered frosted tips for your goatee. <laughs> it sucks how much of a bias I have for Guy Fieri that I just yes! want to go with anything with him in the answer. Just um, quite a quick sidebar. I've wa- for some reason, in the last week, I've watched so much Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, I don't <laughs> even know what. You're not alone, and also I've been enjoying Guy's Grocery Games. It's so good. Get on <laughs> what that. What is that? Oh, Get it's on so that. good. Is that- it, is, it is basically uh, it's Chopped. It's like Supermarket Sweep. What is it, it's yeah, wrong with you Chopped people. meets Supermarket <laughs> Sweep, where Guy Fieri hosts his own little grocery store, where all the people have oh to run through God. the aisles Oh my to God, get I have to see this. It is so good. So I, good. I can't recommend it. <laughs> So disappointed in all of you right now. <laughs> yeah. You know what you're getting into. I think canonically, Guy Fieri's the third most famous groundhog in Pennsylvania now, so I appreciate yes. that answer, Nick. I mean, I'm going with that. Ron Jeremy is known as the hedgehog, so it's fair <laughs> enough that Guy Fieri would be the groundhog. Um and he also just like gave like five thousand meals out to all the firefighters out here doing the fighting off the wildfires, so I'm biased. I'm going to have to go with Guy Fieri. Also, yeah. it's hilarious. 
<laughs> All right. Well, so the first one that I've come up with, I don't have any others yet, but I'll think of it. Sure. Is what's the most disconcerting thing you could see on a menu that you would still consider eating? Mm. Oh, see, you know All how right, to play yeah, with it. <laughs> oh, that's Christ. a good one. That I'd still consider eating. Yeah, because if it's like disconcerting thing on the menu, it's like baby heads. It's like okay, right. like that's insane. But like, would I still eat baby heads? I might, depending on the baby. Um, God, I have a couple ideas. I think. I think I'm ready if whenever Bren is. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's a staple, but I mean, it's episode 300. And we haven't done it in a while, so I guess I should go with it. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, me too. And actually, mine's. <laughs> I'm happy with mine. Okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead. It's. It's the Nick Weiger special, the hot salad. Oh no! <laughs> the microwave salad. Yeah, uh, just imagine seeing hot like salad. advertised hot salad. Oh, like that would just so be gross. awful. But I'd have to try it just to say I did it because I'm a bit of a heat seeker. God damn, I'm stealing all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would have okay. to go with Guy Fieri. Like if like you're gonna eat like, him? Fantasy world, like it's just insane. Like what's the most insane thing? I'd still be okay and comfortable with eating. Like. I think human would be on there. I think but I have him enough- specifically. Well, because we've already talked about it at length. We've talked about yes, cannibalism well, way too often for this podcast. I feel like we've talked about Guy Fieri being eaten before. That's how insane this <laughs> be- podcast is, and his frosted tips <laughs> being made of ranch or some shit. Because one of the earliest categories was who, what celebrity would you eat? And it was Guy Fieri and Terry Crews, and I think Terry Crews would taste like a horse because he's all muscle. It. And I think God Guy Fieri has deep fried himself. <laughs> If I were to go the cannibalism route, I could easily see myself eating Guy Fieri, but... My mind, or my uh, I guess thought process of this is, he's already been touring around the entire country, going to all these crappy diners, drive-ins, drive-ins and dives, so he's filled his entire body. Like, I'm pretty sure he is 98% just pure grease. Yeah, you could you could survive a long time doing that, and but... he just, or, he tans so much and, like, bleaches his hair, he's just burnt his body from the outside so he's basically a human deep fried like yeah he's like deep fried just walking around so he's already done half the cooking for me you're devouring someone's face right now whose face do you want on that plate guy fieri or terry cruz god damn it Uh, well hey i wouldn't go for the face right off the bat oh i'm going for the face if i now i'm just looking at whose face would i eat (laughs) (laughs) get a good mental image for you there yeah I'm I mean, going uh, with uh, what? Uh, Who's eight? The like, bleach tips would just be a huge turnoff for me. I feel like the ranch oh, actually. Yeah, that no, that was <laughs> they have their, their own dipping sauce. They're already coated in it. Like I think he's walking around and he's essentially deep fried at this point. So like I think he's already marinated. Like he's already halfway at food. So like I think I have enough disdain for the human race and enough like. We're overpopulated, and cut down on greenhouse gases, and feed the hungry. Those can all be knocked out with cannibalism, and I think like I would be okay with it if I'm being completely honest. Okay, but how many r- restaurant menus are going to be able to offer Guy Fieri? It's just Guy one Fieri, time. his restaurant. Ah, chicken, guy. <laughs> chicken guy, chicken <laughs> guy. 
I definitely also am not uh, automatically against cannibalism. Yeah, that's why I know the But Doug wins. Yay! Okay, that's what I mean. I just yay. Okay, we'll go on to the next round. (laughs) (laughs) But like cannibalism in general, not off the table. Not off the table. I think a better answer to that question is hot salad. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. It's not on right. the table. It's still in the kitchen. It's being prepped. It takes <laughs> exactly. Lo- it takes longer than salad. Um, what is the worst possible mode of transportation that you can conceive of? Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm biased. Okay, well, neither of us can say a bicycle made of square wheels. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mark's. That's specifically That's, Mark's thing. That, that is a very old callback. He came up with Unfortunate Boy. That was conceived and I was Rawrus. So I'm glad we play this game. It's dumb as hell. <laughs> it's just... It's just depraved, like, late-night improv. It's like, I don't know, fucking man, just square bicycles with a strawberry head named Unfortunate Boy. It's just, like, the weirdest shit. Um, He's got the craziest imagination. I can't wait to hear his clip later. The worst form of transportation? Mm -hmm. The the L.A. bus system? Hot (laughs) cha-cha-cha-cha. That's true. It's not great. That's factual. (laughs) Uh, Let me see. I think I got mine. Yeah, I think I got mine. Uh, you want you want to go first, Doug, or do you want to do a countdown? Let's do a countdown. Three, two, one. You go first. A giant caterpillar that devours you and then poops you out at your bus stop. Okay. Oh, God, yeah. that's terrifying. It's I was going to just say the train. Oh Lord, I was going to say cross country snowboarding. <laughs> Oh, I mean that that would suck, but I definitely think the bread would. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Four's usually I don't even. Worse than I can't compare with that. I'm just yeah. imagining someone on a highway, just like I don't know, pushing themselves. That would suck. <laughs> but they're doing like that sideways hop when they gotta go across yes. like horizontal, so I'm just like, huh, huh, and it's across the country, or you know, four. Well, that means if Bren got that point, it's a tiebreaker, so it comes down to this one. Yep, okay, so, um, coming up with these on the fly. Okay, so, you have five seconds. Whatever message you want to say to the world, everyone hears, what is it? Uh, shit. <laughs> I know. Maybe like, that's my message. Man, that's, that's one you need days to think about. <laughs> this is tough. Five seconds. Is it, like... I guess it doesn't matter. I was going to say, is it like text or like a voice recording or something? Um, I, if it makes a difference, voice recording. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I just thought of an alternate one. I'll give you this one. If you guys would rather do this one instead, if you could disinvent one thing, what would it be? Ooh. Wow. That's really I like that too. one better, I, actually. I like that one better. Yeah. Because my mind would have just been, listen, to almost better than silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you stranded more. <laughs> Mine would have been hunt down Guy Fieri, he knows why, and just turn it into the running man, but with Guy Fieri. I don't know why I'm picking on him today. It's fair. He's a Uh, fan favorite. (laughs) Disinvent one thing. Okay. Oh, man, that is a challenge. And, like, but, like, it would have ramifications. So if it was something, like, in the 19th Mm -hmm. century, like, it would have ramifications to now, and, like, Mm -hmm. ah, that's interesting. I'm ready. Actually, that's mean of me, but... uh, (laughs) I'm ready. 
All right, let's do a countdown. Three, Three two, two, one. Social media. I oh damn it, you yeah. win. I was gonna say fucking uh, bagpipes. Damn it, <laughs> <laughs> bagpipes. I want to change the world. Doug's like fuck Scotland. I'm taking away your <laughs> yeah, bags. That's why. I, that's why I regretted it. I'm like, I shouldn't take that away from them. But it's just like they're so annoying. I, I yeah. feel like the didgeridoos up there were probably one of the more annoying ones. It's just a big pipe. It's I don't know meditative. Uh, good bagpipe. Good bagpipes are good. You just hear the bad ones a lot as a punchline to jokes. True. We've seen social media though. It yeah. It's not social media nightmare. definitely wins. That's yeah. It's, no, it's I literally I a hellscape. <laughs> It ain't getting better. We've we've had it for a few years now, and it's it's a nightmare. Yeah, so that's that's for the tiebreaker. Bren definitely wins. <laughs> Bren, and it's just like I don't know. It's fate for you to win because you've always won at this game. <laughs> like it's impossible to beat you unless I rig it. So it's like <laughs> it. it's statistically impossible for me to not win because it's usually always me and you for most <laughs> podcasts. And then you're usually the judge whenever we have someone else playing this. So I'm pl- I've played probably almost like ninety percent of every game of I Was the Walrus, where you've probably played like half. Yeah, well, that's true. But you you've always been the Walrus, so congrats on that. So <laughs> that's let's, not a compliment. <laughs> I don't know, but that's what I'm going to say. But that's how we play I Was the Walrus. Okay. All right, guys. Hey, hey you. Hey, yeah, I'm talking to you. Welcome back. <laughs> you're b- the you're listener, back. right? Or us? Everybody. You're back. Okay. Everybody. I'm on the couch. I'm hanging out. I'm actually not on the couch, but it doesn't really matter because we're all a family. I'm actually laying on so, the floor. I got a bad back. If it helps. Yeah. So let's get to I was the walrus. Taking the midnight train to Georgia. You did this, dog. <laughs> I know it's I I hope any listener is into this. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's get going. We're going to come up with some categories. You guys know how it works. This game's been around for years at this point. Unfortunately, yes. Yes. Yeah, holy fuck. So, Way to remind me. Let's get the brain juices flowing and let's come up with the lawn mowing. All right. Next category. <laughs> All right, guys, give me a sec. I need to think of something. <laughs> no, take your time, man. Mark took improv, and he learned the first rule, which is never say no and keep it going, and then he left improv. <laughs> he walked, Just walked, walked out. out of the room. That's all I need. Okay. I can't make me laugh when I'm drinking. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's fine. So you wake up. One day, and you realize you're seven years old again. You're back in first. You're back in first grade or second grade. It doesn't really matter, actually. And you, uh, you still have your same life experience, your same everything, your intelligence levels. You're, you're you know, you're in your twenties, and you wake up as a seven year old. How do you become the coolest kid in your class? <laughs> Hmm. Think about that. It's when I was seven years old. Yeah, man, it's tough. It's, it's a tough go at it, dude. It's a rough. It's a rough time in your life. You know, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, you you, you got a lot of things going on. Still didn't know how to tie my shoes. It's a rough. <laughs> well, time. I would. I hope you do by second grade. No, 
Oh no! I'm in my twenty still... something. I still don't know how to tie my shoes. You're still in the Velcro game. Yeah, slim on and off every day. People at work do not like it. <laughs> I think I have an answer, but it's really dumb. <laughs> well, hey Doug, that's the I don't have this show. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you could have one that wouldn't be dumb. <laughs> so that's cool. Uh, oh, actually, can I change? Can I change the? the change it up a little bit sure what's what's your alternate version okay so you're you wake up and you're in grade school um and you're extremely intelligent and you're not hiding it um and the teacher kind of suspects that you know they think that you're a a time traveler because i mean that makes sense yeah it's the first thought and but so they grab you and they take you into the slide up over in the playground and they, they hold you down. They say, they say, what, where are you coming from? Why are you doing this to me? And they, they throw you off the top of the jungle gym and you don't make it. How do you tell your parents? <laughs> hey, Mark, are you back on the ketamine? Cause what's happening? I think <laughs> the cool way to become the coolest kid in school is to have your teacher threaten you by throwing you off the jungle gym. Okay, just stick with the first one. Okay. Yeah, let's <laughs> stick with the first one. No, I, I have an answer too. I'm if Bren does. Yeah, go go for it, guys. Yeah, I got one. I guess I would just impress everyone during the spelling bee, because no one would expect me to be able to spell shit and I'd crush it. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good answer. Yeah, that's pretty normal, actually. <laughs> I would come in in a custom tailored business suit for a seven year old, smoking a big <laughs> phony cigar, and reveal that the superintendent's fucking the principal. Because I found that wow. out after I was in second grade. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, in real wow. life? Yeah. That actually happened? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Jeez, man. Ho. Oh. Big dick on campus. Take down the superintendent and the principal in one go. And I'm wearing a tailored business suit for my seven-year-old body. <laughs> you got some like, slim fit pants. Yeah, it's going to be useless in twelve in uh, two months. Yeah, that would suck. It Damn, you grow dude, fast. I, I did this to myself. I don't know how to pick the answer for this. One. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the game. <laughs> do you have a coin? <laughs> no, I do not. Actually, I don't. Um, for the sake of keeping the game moving, I'm going to go with Brendan's answer. <laughs> oh, no. Doug, yours is really good, too, actually. That actually makes a lot of sense. They would just be like, they would be like, wow, Doug got really, really intelligent overnight. He's all of a sudden really, exactly. like the, the mastermind of spelling in our, in our elementary school here. They're like spell superstitious, and it's oh, like, yeah. holy shit, he did it. <laughs> yeah. They're just trying to trip you up. Oh, man. Okay. All right. I'll come up with the last topic much faster than the last one. Tiebreaker. Yeah. S-U-P-E-R-T-I-T-I-O-U-S? No. I think you you wrote super itious. (laughs) Oh, no. I'd forgotten S. You're right. Cutting it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not not admitting to that. Hmm. Yeah, see, I wouldn't do that because it'd be like... I'd be the best at the spelling bee, and I'd still spell shit wrong. So. Yeah, you'd, 
<laughs> you still lose to another seven-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That's actually Dude, that, really funny. That would happen to me, too. Oh, man. Hmm. I was like, you don't get the coolest kid in second grade, just bring you candy. That's probably true. It's probably much more simple than we're making it out to be. Yeah. <laughs> the teacher throws you off the jungle gym because they suspect you. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? I love that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you don't make it. How do you tell your uh, uh, <laughs> I'm dead? Yeah. Uh, I guess you have to haunt their house. That'd be the only way. Oh boy, I gotta stay in my parents' house for all eternity. What a joy. <laughs> okay, I got a I got a really dumb topic. I'm good. I got one. Alright. Cool. For the right. breaker. So you have some new neighbors that move in next to you. And you really actually you don't hate them. You just wanna be you just wanna pull a prank. You just think it's really funny. And uh your goal is to go in their yard. And plant 500 of a certain, a, a specific plant. It doesn't matter what it is. What would be the funniest plant you could plant in their yard? And have it slowly grow, like, throughout the season. They'd be so confused. What's it with it with you and plants today, Mark? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I actually I know I know what it is. I've been uh I've been I have a garden that I've been tending to this season. Oh yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, it's gotten huge. It's actually massive. I, I I picked like three cucumbers today. Got a zucchini growing and stuff. I think it's just on the back of my mind. To be honest, I'm pretty sure that's why I keep doing this. That's funny. Yeah, but just imagine like waking up and you see in your front yard there's just all these like weird plants growing. And... I got mine. Okay, um, I think I do too. Yeah, I, I think I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Go for it. I'm just thinking hemp plants, so it's not <laughs> illegal. So, like, they don't, they can't even really be mad at you. <laughs> gotcha. What a prank. I planted a bunch of very profitable plants in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb idiots are so loaded with money now, you fucking idiot. While yeah. I was at it, I installed solar panels. You fucking idiot. <laughs> I had it go to a battery bank and feed back to the grid so you get paid for it. You dumb <laughs> I set you up for life, you fucking moron. <laughs> That's a hell of a prank. <laughs> hey, Doug, can you prank the hell out of my apartment building? <laughs> I want someone to prank me. Oh, shit, be careful with what you wish for. <laughs> I would plant a whole bunch of the carrion flowers. They're like a bunch of different kind, but they all smell like rotting corpses. Oh my god. Oh lord. They use their scent to attract like different flies and like uh, different pests that like eat on like dead bodies and then they just eat the bugs that do that. So Can't those things like, haven't those things like eaten mice before? Oh yeah. They're like carnivorous, but then they also just stink like holy hell. Oh my god, that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> You'd wake up, your front yard looks like uh, the DLC for Oblivion. <laughs> Pretty much. Wow, that's very vivid. Damn, man, I don't know what to pick. This this is a pretty dumb topic to begin with. <laughs> it's a pretty dumb game to begin with. <laughs> to begin with. Oh boy. I don't know. I guess, I guess if the purpose really is to just 
piss them off and it's kind of funny. I guess probably Bren's answer makes Hell more yeah. sense. It makes perfect so, sense. Yeah, yeah, so I guess I'll go with that. But <laughs> yes, you Doug, go. you're 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 making them profit is also a very good bit as well. It's a, so yeah, we'll go. Damn with it, that. Bren, you <laughs> always win. So purposes are funnier than is, money. There so, you go. That is a return to I Was a Walrus, everyone. I hope you enjoyed it. Because uh, if well, if you did, leave a comment in the comment section below. Subscribe, like, and share. We're not on YouTube. Very cool. Oh boy, Brand, what did you think of that whole first half? <laughs> We're coming in with that high energy there. Yeah, I mean, I've, it's full of energy this season. <laughs> the season? This is year of podcasting yeah uh i was impressed that someone brought in the conspiracies besides me we got judge judge greg running in those lincoln conspiracies yeah i was very shocked that the uh conspiracy theory corner jingle didn't get played it was uh <laughs> i was very surprised i didn't edit that in episode 40 <laughs> well, episodes i feel like it has to come from you in order to merit it uh That's true. but it was really nice hearing from Gamers Without Borders. Uh, we're going to hear from them again later in the episode. It's fantastic. Uh, they're such yeah. good I Was Walrus players. Uh, I think it was Judge Greg said Thanksgiving. He suggested having Thanksgiving every month. To be no, thankful. that was me. and or oh, I said, yeah, you. once a month. And I once even no. I regret that. That's that will completely scratch that. Yeah. That will ruin family. Like You got that once a year of all that family drama. You need that every month. No, exactly. And I just got sent home with so many leftovers that I'm like actually sick of Thanksgiving dinner. And mm-hmm. I was just thinking doing that to yourself once a month, month would be pretty rough. Just we would eviscerate the turkey population. Like they just wouldn't exist anymore. That's true. And that's not fair to them either. Eh, uh, they're kind of <laughs> assholes. I've seen turkeys steal a kid's bike. Holy shit. Yeah. What? Like they're assholes. Well, that's a first for me. But oh, and uh, Guy Fieri is just such a fan favorite that he shows up twice in the first half of this episode. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, I I actually have a note later, like in my notes, it's like resolution for 2020. No more Guy Fieri. I know, but you're killing me. too much. It's literally. That horse is so beaten. It's glue. It's true. It's done. But the thing, it's more or less just like, I'm such a fan of the man. I literally, before I, coming on to record this podcast, we're watching guys grocery games. Oh, it's Jesus on the Christ. TV, like in the household regularly. Um, but yeah, and also making Nick aware of that TV show. He wasn't even uh, familiar with it. That made me feel better. Well, it's not. Because it's not supermarket sweep, right? It's a, no, it's, it's a different kind of show. It's exactly. He literally blended that with Chopped, and it's a fantastic show. I recommend it to this day. <laughs> It's so bizarre. Like, did it? Did your love for him start ironically as the meme and just cultivate into a genuine passion for this strange bleached man? Yeah, for sure. And it's also weird how we brought up eating him multiple times, literally multiple times. There was a clip from an ancient episode in there from you and AJ talking about that. Yeah, that was uh, kind of bizarre, but it was good to hear the origins of that whole <laughs> my, story. The origin of my cannibalism obsession. <laughs> All right, there's another resolution. Here, all right, here's a deal. Here's a suicide pact, if you want to go by that. Okay. No more Guy Fieri for you. No more cannibalism for me. God yeah, knows I think whoever listens is tired of it by now. That's true, and it'll make our show less hateable. Eh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Not sure about that. If we still have Mark on, <laughs> I might be. 
Oh, damn it. I'm hoping to maybe have him on for a, a future best of of something. I don't back. think we're going to have any more best of I was Walrus this year. But uh, it was also good hearing from Whitney. She was a judge for an episode. That was pretty cool. Whitney is the only host that's good at I was the Walrus. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I agree with that full heartedly. She has actual categories and not just looks around the room and comes up with something. That's fair. Yeah, her her categories were fantastic. Um, yeah. One of the, which was like, oh, the worst form of transportation. And it immediately made me think of Unfortunate Boy and this bicycle <laughs> made of square wheels, which we yeah. couldn't use as an answer. But yeah, that's Mark for you. Yeah, it was difficult. It's difficult to do the best of uh, for these like episodes because it's us trying to give commentary on stuff and then while i'm listening to the clip i'm like oh this would be a good show oh i just said it in the <laughs> clip i guess i can't do that now so it's hard to like go back and be like this is what i i did say it. okay good i'm glad me and me from a year ago are on the same wave wavelength still yeah it's us patting ourselves on the back <laughs> just a big old masturbatory episode of just god damn ourselves. it just uh, mm, listen to how smart and clever we are but speaking of Mark, he was the judge for the next one, and he just started singing immediately, and you're just yeah, like, this Mark. is your own fault. <laughs> that's what Mark does. You yeah, I should have seen that coming. You remember you brought him onto that fucking show? Just for one episode, just to no. see how it would go, and it was no. a nightmare. Uh, he totally derailed us, and we got nothing accomplished. Uh, but no, I don't know. He also was like, let's get the brain juices flowing and the lawn mowing. Okay, he was next category. Pet talk of just nonsensical bullshit. <laughs> I loved it. He's a goddamn goof. But no, that's what I mean. His categories are so out there. Like, I try to mimic him, but I don't come anywhere close. He's like, <laughs> your, uh, age, your, your current age now in a seven year old's body, and you're trying to be the coolest kid in second grade. But then he revises it to, oh, now your teacher suspects you're 27 and is like, why are you doing this? And throws you from the top of the jungle gym and you don't make it. How do you tell your parents? I'm like, and then it's, you can accuse him of being on ketamine. Like, I don't know. Like, where does he come up with this shit? Like, I literally, I want to know. He just Mark. keeps talking and hopes he'll find the way to go. It's, he's like the uh, Wiley e. Coyote in Looney Tunes cartoon where he's building the bridge off of like a cliff, but he only has so many materials. So he runs back to the beginning of the bridge, pulls it from the beginning, and then puts it on the, like the end of the bridge and keeps going. And then he looks down halfway through and realizes he's just on a floating piece of wood and it falls. Like, he <laughs> he doesn't know where he's going when he starts a sentence. That's And he fine. just is enjoying the non nonsense ride of dragging us. With, he doesn't like the ride. He doesn't care about the ride. He likes forcing us on the ride. And he likes dragging us out into the desert. I appreciate the nonsense. I don't know. I'm a sucker for nonsense, I guess. It's uh, so insane. It is. Uh, but also, his last uh, category was like, oh, if you would plant something weird to prank someone with. And I went with hemp, and you guys turned <laughs> it into the whole, like, oh, I made you so profitable, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Look at me and my <laughs> renewable resources as a super di- diversifying can tr- be used for anything. What a prank. Yeah. What a goof. That was one of my favorite bits of I Was Walrus. <laughs> that was great. And you always win. Fuck. It's insane how it's, you just consistently it's win. It's impossible for me not to. I know. But, I play but, it more than anyone else. That's fair, but it's also just like the absurdity of it all. You would think it would just like uh, go different ways every now and then. You know but what? It's almost consistent. No. Anytime you play, you're winning. To be fair, if I'm playing against another co-host or a regular on the show like Pat or Judge Greg or something, I'll likely win. Because I got those odds and I know how to cater to you. Because yeah. you're typically the judge. If I'm playing against a guest, I always lose. <laughs> guaranteed. That's a 
fact. Yep, and we're not going to dive into that. But uh, no, just kidding. Uh, but that's the first half. We have some more for you guys coming up, and we'll be back with a little more commentary. Give me your least intimidating mafia nickname. Who? Uh, when you have your answer, let us know. Uh, okay. I, I, I think I got one. I think I got one. Okay, awesome. Oh, God. All right, I think I got it. <laughs> All right, here we go, guys. Round one. Let's see. Three, two, one. Let's start with Jules. Snuggles. Okay, hear me out. <laughs> Snuggles can still <laughs> it can still be intimidating if you look at me and if I'm like super like tatted up or something, or if I'm wearing like a really big business suit. Snuggle, you're like, oh, Snuggles, kind of like tiny if it's a big dude. Yeah, ironically. Right. Yeah, yes. so it's like ironic, like Snuggles. And it's like, oh, that's kind of cute, but then it's like, oh, that's Snuggles. Okay. Oh, but he snuggles you to death. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's mine uh, i think of that fabric softener bear and I, yeah i'm gonna be real that thing's terrifying i hate yeah, that and bear. i can just picture him hugging you or just suffocating <laughs> okay anyway continue brent uh mine would be buttercup spaganelli nelly spaganelli buttercup spaganelli <laughs> <laughs> Diagon Alley? <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's not intimidating by the uh, buttercup, and then when you get to this unreadable, unpronounceable name, it's kind of like, oh, you kind of take the kind of take the venom out of the bite there because you have to stagger. Are you over Italian? It. Hmm? Obviously, because you're in the mob, right? Yeah, Italian. Yes. Okay, I got, I got you guys. <laughs> it's only mo- um, only mob the East this Coast. This is a knows. tough one. <laughs> I think though. In all reality, I gotta go snuggles because I can just picture it being one. I just, I don't know. It's like all these really Johnny Two Shoes and then over there, snuggles. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Let's talk about Johnny Two Shoes here. Johnny Two Shoes. What's going on, What's going on with Johnny Two Shoes? What makes that that's my, that's my answer for the least intimidating mafia nickname? I mean, no, it, uh, everybody has two shoes for sure, but Johnny exactly. Two Shoes. Watch out for Five Finger Tony over there. What's Five Finger Tony? He's got a fully dexterous hand that can hold things. Oh. Well, Johnny like Two Shoes, it's kind of like Austin Powers, that guy who kills people's shoes. Oh, uh, but oh okay, both okay. Of them. Um, But there we go. Uh, but no, I'm definitely giving it to, to Jules with Snuggles. I think that's a fantastic oh, answer. Yes. Alright, but you do need another one to win the game. It's a best of two of three scenario. Best of three scenario. Yeah, not best of two. <laughs> okay. um, or you would have already won. Um, But let's see. Round two here. What do you guys make of this one? What's nature's most unexpected delicious creation? So, for instance, something someone's never discovered before. So, and it might not even be edible, for instance. So, like, I don't know. Let's say it's like a tree branch or something. Like, my answer in all reality is, um, and I'm seeing them a lot lately on my commute to work. There's these, like, cobweb-looking motherfucking things in, like, the trees. And I was thinking, I wonder if those taste like cotton candy. But they don't. But, like, that's an example. (laughs) How do you know they don't? Okay, okay. How do you know they don't? That, well, that's exactly the point, because no one's been brave enough to try. It you could. be that man, dog. You taste that. You got it. It's all you. It's all you, man. I see enough of them, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> Follow your dreams, listen. Now, wait a minute. Before we get into like the answers, what do you mean the most del- unexpectedly delicious thing occurring in nature, in nature that may not be edible? What is delicious that is not edible? Because those words don't, they have to connect for me. <laughs> 
I don't know. A rock? <laughs> what do you mean a rock is delicious? <laughs> it could be. Uh, there's. Isn't there is Dark Souls or a Final Fantasy or some character that eats rocks and is like, no, it was actually The Legend of Zelda. The Gorons? He eats rocks? Yes, the Gorons. Yeah. I mean, they're not. They're cute rocks, I guess. But those rocks. For the Gorons, rocks are still edible. And I'm very hung up He's, on the yeah, phrase, not edible, but still delicious. No, no. Oh, no. I'm saying it, um, it doesn't... Anything's it, edible if you really Yes, try. exactly. At least that's, once. that's really the philosophy. That's my <laughs> philosophy, at least. I don't huh. understand the question. <laughs> Just come up with something that might be surprisingly great. And what would it taste like? Like I said, uh, okay. a cobweb that tastes like... Cotton candy? Okay. That's a good example. Think on it. I like it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to stick with this one. All right. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me get the exact name of it. Because it's, it's something, and I sure as shit am not eating it ever. But it, Are you sure? I'm fucking absolutely sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready. All right, guys, round two. Let's see here. Three, two, one. Let's start with Jules. Okay. So doesn't, like, before it's hardened, doesn't cement just look like the best chunky milkshake ever? <laughs> oh, Lord. Just got those I cement. I totally see down. your point. Yeah. Just chunky milkshake. Boom. Um, I don't know the flavor. Maybe like a hidden strawberry flavor somehow or, or maybe like a, whoa like a chocolate okay chocolate chip or something I was, with like chunks inside <laughs> yeah, i was picturing cookies and cream something. cookies and cream there it is you start slurping <laughs> on the straw it gets a little stuck so you slurp a little harder and it shoots in your mouth and yeah. cracks a tooth yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then your shit weighs like five pounds <laughs> you crack the bowl oh god um that's a really good and interesting answer how about you brent uh, mine, it's going to be a little stranger, so I'm going to include a picture, at least for you guys. We might pop it up on the slide later. <laughs> oh, no, we don't need visuals on a podcast. It's a devil's finger mushroom, and it looks like hell spawn. And I want someone to eat it, because I want to see if they get possessed by something. Cause that it's, literally uh, looks like it's from Oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> it literally looks like, just like a weird brownish egg mushroom. And then as it like starts blooming, is these crazy red tent black and red tendrils that are coming wow. out of it. It looks like Carnage laid an egg. Or like Yeah, it yeah. does. Wow, that is a much more accurate description. It like it's a mix of Carnage and Octopus and just alien and what but am then it I looks looking like it at? has eyes on one. I saw a picture right now. It looks like it has eyes on it, yeah. but it doesn't. I That's want someone to quite... eat this and die. I'm not gonna eat it, but oh. I want someone to. <laughs> What's it Put taste it on like? Sushi. Put it in sushi. What's it's, the flavor, oh, though? Oh, God. You think it'd be something like, ooh, it's like a little cinnamon. It's red or something. But it's actually just like a very smoky, like almost a mesquite burnt taste. Oh. But like of kind of like a kind of sweet aftertaste of like tiramisu. So like a mesquite tiramisu. <laughs> Guys, it's been a long day for me. I'm kind yeah, of out of it. I was just going to say, and you know what, listener? You I can't, smoky, I then... can't recommend ever eating mysterious mushrooms so That's i'm gonna so go weird. with go ahead and eat some cement listener no don't take that <laughs> advice i'm just kidding but no yeah, uh, i just just going with the flavor profiles i'm much more of a sweet and uh cookies and cream milkshake kind of guy than uh what the fuck freakish alien thing am i eating here 
Uh, so I'm going to give this one to Jules. So that's a, a sweep for you. You definitely Hooray. win this game of I was the walrus. But on the plus side, when it reaches maturity, it smells like putrid flesh. What's not to love? Oh, fun. <laughs> you are not <laughs> helping. I've already decided, Brent. But yeah, that- <laughs> he decided again that <laughs> I win again. I won two games <laughs> because of that. All right, so we're playing I Was Walrus, and we're throwing Pat under the bus here because he's going to be the judge and responsible for coming up with some categories. So Whitney and I are going to be the contestants. I'm going to hand this one over to Pat. What's our first category? Oh, Christ. All right, folks. Uh, Full disclosure, Doug gave me this category, this question. So I'm going to use that right off the bat. So... (laughs) (laughs) Well, the other one might not be as funny. This one's actually pretty good. Uh... If you could take a video game character to prom, who would it be? And I don't know. And why? Who who cares? Who would it be? Video game character. Take him to prom. Let me know when you're ready. Oh, man. Of course, I came up with that question, but I didn't put any thought into an answer until <laughs> into just what the now. answer would be. Yeah. yeah, I was just thinking, we had a whole conversation about how you you hadn't used that one yet, and that's a good one to use. And, and I did not once think, oh, who would I take? I did not prepare myself in advance. Um, that's how this show works, I think. It is. Isn't that is. how all podcasts work? Like, just fuck yeah. it, roll with it? Mm, Pretty for the much. most part. We flounder, but we don't drown. Um let me Speak for here. yourself. I don't know. Oh, can yeah. I can I take <laughs> can I take someone from a video game that's not out yet? Yeah, sure. Okay, John Wick. Ooh, <laughs> damn! I was just gonna say Knuckles. Oh man! See, that's funny, but oh, dude, it's John Wick. Yeah, yeah it is. It that's is. So, that's the got, right answer. You got me. I know. Damn it! Poor Knuckles. Come on, John Wick at a prom? Come on. Yep, that would be nope. Buck Wild. He's he's going to be prom king, no doubt. Oh, my God. All right, so Whitney's crushing it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> my qu- the one that I thought of is actually geared toward Whitney, so this, this really works out. So it's back to school time, mm-hmm. and uh, I figured I'd try to think of a timely question. If you could have Keanu Reeves... As a teacher, which subject would you most want him to teach? Home ec. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm thinking study hall? That's not a... No, pick again. That's not a thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, art class. Because I want to see what kind of shit he can create. Huh. All right. Uh, Whitney, why would you want him to teach home ec? I don't know. He just like seems like the kind of guy who would be good at home ec. <laughs> I think it would be very funny to be in a room with Keanu Reeves, who is very intense and yet at the same time very soft spoken um, and like, you know, learning how to cook. Huh. Learning how to sew a button on. I think that would just just really fit his strengths. I'm just picturing him doing the whole like clay pottery thing and spinning it, and then mm-hmm. also teaching you how to paint a, a mural on the, the school wall. 
Actually, you know what? I think I got to give this one to Whitney because now I'm picturing like Neo uh, making breakfast and then John Wick like building whatever it is. I didn't take Comex, so I don't know exactly what happens. But, you know, just a different Keanu Reeves character each day for each new thing that you for have to do in your class. Topic. Yeah. Yeah. God yeah. damn it. That there's, is there's amazing. A, there's a sewing Keanu Reeves and a cooking Keanu Reeves and a carpentry Keanu Reeves. and Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. I don't want to think of a third category, so Whitney wins. Congratulations. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> congrats, though. That was a hell of a sweep. I still don't know the rules to I Was I'm the Walrus. A, I know I've played it. I know I've played it. I have no idea what the rules are. Nobody does. Uh, it's okay. Um, let's just do it anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's play I Was Wars. All right. So, how about Bren and I are the judge, and we're going to have Nick versus Judge Greg. Um, but actually, let's see here. I do have one to start us off, and it, there's an image that goes with it, so that's really good for a podcast. Um, <laughs> hold on. Let God me sake, make sure you guys get access to do it. I'm going to put it in our Skype. But y- you, listener, might have seen it, and I'll try to put it uh, in the show notes. Uh, but go see. It's a viral image of the spectrum of different brands of food and mascots and which ones are oh, capable of kicking yeah. your ass and stuff. Um, no. So what? <laughs> here, in fact, I'm putting it in Skype right now. There it is. Uh, so for instance, on the harder scale of people that would definitely kick your ass, most likely green giant, Tony, the tiger on the less likely side, it would be more like the Gerber baby and the Pillsbury Doughboy. But out of this cast of characters, <laughs> I wanted to say, who would you pick to tag team uh, a fight what? with? Oh, oh, God. Yeah, no, a fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, And and when you're ready, uh, just let me know that you're ready and then I'll count you guys in and you give me your answers at the same time. I've got my answer. <sighs> okay. Um. Uncle Ben yeah, I, is way I got, too neutral in that graph. He's got that old man hand, like that old man strength. He'll beat your ass around. Like, un- Uncle Ben, I think, is deceptively strong. Yeah, oh, yeah I, to absolutely. Be, to be honest, I think the king from Bow King should absolutely be the far left of that. Because, yeah, I un- don't underestimate his power. Uh, that's yeah. Everyone right. online is saying the same about the the chef, not Chef Poherty, goddammit, uh, the colonel, <laughs> chef Sa- Colonel Sanders. Colonel? Colonel yeah. Sanders? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay, I got my answer. Okay. Yeah. Decide to do this travesty. All right. Well, then, <laughs> let's see. Then, if you guys are all ready, let's count you in three, two, one. Let's hear from Judge Greg first. The Burger King, absolutely the Burger King. And you know why? Because I want to put points into stealth. And <laughs> yeah, I happen to know for king. a fact that sneaking. he is sneaking around and give people whoppers and stuff. And I think too many times people just go for brute strength, and I always play for stealth. And there's only one person on this entire list who is a master of stealth, and it's not the Kool-Aid Man. It, <laughs> Wait, the Kool-Aid Man was the Burger King. King. Oh! Kool-Aid Man is very brash about What have they done to the Kool-Aid Man's design? Yeah. No, this guy, oh I mean, God. people wake up and he's, like, already in their beds. Like, this guy could be a mafia hitman, and that's that's who I want, okay? You need, you need some points in stealth. You need somebody who's going to be able to get you across the battlefield without having any issues, and, and that's my man. All right, right there. the king. All right, that's a good answer. How about you, Nick? Uh, Mr. Peanut. 
because <laughs> basically, basically, he looks like he comes from old money. I'm talking property. I'm talking ancestors probably had slaves' money. Like that's good, strong wow. money. And I just wow. pay by. Uh, he is just, a peanut that sells peanuts. Like he sells his own kind to be consumed. Exactly. So I just pay my way out to avoid any fight. Like he's he's got to be loaded at all times. But if he's loaded, wouldn't you? Couldn't you not be able to pay him off then? Because he already has so much money. Why does he yeah. need your money? Everyone has a price. I mean, <laughs> and he's also he's definitively the sexiest mascot there. I mean, damn that peanut that peanut shape. Okay, yeah. so you you have me on sexiness. I will give you that. But he's I will got say a fucking monocle. The king runs his own kingdom. He also has enough money to pay people off if need be. And an endless supply of hidden stealth whoppers. So That's true. I'm just and saying. also the scenario is like it's like you're getting snuck up on and it just so happens that this bitch is next to you and you're getting out of this situation by fighting alongside them. So I feel like although he has a lot of money, his money's not gonna save him in the fight. Well, yeah. he can he can take out your knees with the cane. True. Yeah, and I guess he could throw his monocle at you i think we're all neglecting the fact that the kool-aid man is at the same level as the king and the king can't sneak around any walls or corners if the kool-aid man's running through him his whole gimmick is destroying buildings at the whim of his own destructive joy and the kool-aid man has the ultimate power move of drowning you in its own bodily fluid yeah yeah and i've i'm just concerned mr peanut would get mortally wounded and cracked open and i i don't know if you can repair that yeah, but they're like, <laughs> but they're like, you have a delicious snack. I can't, I can't, I can't think of a way of saying what I wanted to say without uh, it sounding terrible. Oh, Lord. so I'm yeah. just not gonna. Say. You want to crack open that nut? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good lord. Oh, there it is. Well, that's our show, folks. No, uh, that you can also do the same thing with Uncle Ben. Oh, Jesus. oh Lord! I gotta give this one to Judge Greg because <laughs> not only because of these terrible jokes, but uh, I definitely agree with the stealth aspect, and I also just think he'd be a bitch to fight. Like if he's fighting alongside with me, great, but like up against him, oof, that'd be a tough one. I feel like he's the guy where like you you, you like like the predator where they empty all their guns into the battlefield where they think he is, and then he just turns up like right behind you with a breakfast sandwich or something. You're like, oh, we thought we shot you. And then by the time you finally turn your guns around, he's gone again. Yeah. That's him. Mm. He's oh. like the Predator, but with food. Dude, their new bre- pretzel king <laughs> sandwich, summary. pretzel bacon king sandwich. It's godly. I'm telling fuck? you, it's a pretzel bun with bacon in it. And like, you can choose We're between two patties. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm so American, Bren. You can't stop me. <laughs> That's the most American thing you've ever said, Doug. <laughs> Cut oh, me, and I bleed cholesterol from all the burgers I've eaten. It's true, and give me some Mountain Dew. Uh no, let's move on. Um, that one goes to Judge Greg. Let's see, Bren, do you want to come up with a category? Because I'm out of. No, one. I don't. Oh well, <laughs> I thought we were doing the wrong bus. round of this. No, we can. I moved on. Uh, I think I have another one prepared, but let's see if we can like come up with one on the spot. Uh, here we go. We'll tie it in with, like, a show topic. Oh, no. They just recently announced that Leon and Claire from Resident Evil 2 are going to be playable characters in the Monster Hunter Iceborne DLC. So, now you just have these two cops dragging around these giant-ass anime weapons and fighting literal monsters, like, T-Rex-scale monsters. If you could have any character in Monster Hunter, 
Monster Hunter or Monster Hunter World, who would you pick? Who would be the best Monster Hunter? That's I not got, already. I got it. my answer. Geralt of Rivia doesn't count. Okay. Doesn't matter. All right. Three, two, one, go. Ice T from Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Fuck. What? <laughs> Nick's got my number. He gets me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Greg? Uh, so I'm going to pick Godzilla because you said I could pick anybody. God damn. <laughs> Holy shit. A monster to fight a monster. That sounds so, sick. Yeah, so I decided, well, who better to kill a monster than the king of all monsters? I pick Godzilla. Damn. I mean, that is the premise of every Godzilla movie. So Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, I went I went the practical route. <laughs> <laughs> but that iced tea, though. Nick went exactly. the dumb route, but it's the dumb route that gets me. Yeah. Uh, just think, think of the amazing one-liners. Well, I mean... <laughs> And if, Listen, have you seen if, that? If you, if you had to pick a human to, to represent you in this, you could do a lot worse than Odafin Tutuola. That's yeah, exactly. Really, I mean, and all, yeah. <laughs> have we? Have, I don't, I don't know exactly what it's called, but have we all seen that random Twitter account that takes screenshots from SVU of him talking about like what the kids are into, and it's just got a really weird caption that makes no <laughs> sense. I have not, but I want. It, it, it will it will be a template as if he's talking about dr- as if he's talking about a drug, but it will just make no sense. It'll be like, oh, the kids are talking about an amazing new drug called fuck baskets, <laughs> and it does this, that, and the other. It's just completely nonsensical. <laughs> but I'll have to. I'll find. I'll have to find it, and I'll tweet a link. <laughs> it's just oh dear. British memes are weird. <laughs> it's not French. It's iced tea. Uh, this is tough because I did very much enjoy the Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Mayhem video game back on the GameCube days. But also, if I just had a Monster Hunter running around with a big ass switch uh, switch axe, I wanted to be Ice T. That's the thing. That's even. F- I'm gonna. Oh, you, it's all you on this one, Bren. But all I gotta say is I can't. It's funny Shit. picturing Go- uh, Godzilla with those weapons as well. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here will be the deciding factor: Is it Godzilla? Godzilla size, or is it Godzilla human size, but with all the gear? Godzilla, Godzilla size, but with all the gear. Ah. Okay, I will throw another hat into the ring if this helps. What if Ice T was also Godzilla sized? Well, that's not even fair now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. What if we get Ice-T, Monster Hunter size, like, regular guy, all the gear, but his yeah. calico is Detective Munch? Yo, yes! Another connected universe for Munch to if, be in. If that's the case, if we can get Munch as the palico, I yeah. mean, it's Ice-T. If not, Godzilla. Alright, yeah. I'm, I'm allowing it, and Nick's gonna get this one, and it's gonna take us to the third round. Yes! <laughs> So that brings us to round three. This has been a tightly contested match of I was walrus. I hope everyone understands the rules. Um, <laughs> still don't. <laughs> it's fair. Um, is that is, wait, is that a metal chair I see in the arena? <laughs> Good okay. God, he's going from the ropes. <laughs> I don't know uh, what the third topic is going to be, but I have a feeling. I saw this in the news, and I think we can maybe do something with it. 
but somewhere in the world they found a completely encased in like ice or something dinosaur so they have but it's completely intact so it's got like the full ar- scaled armor and everything S- but the way they are no and i'm also confusing this with another another story where they found like a completely intact woolly mammoth and they extracted the dna of it and spliced that DNA Ew. into moose DNA and found that some of the oh, no. 28,000 year old DNA was still active or something. So I don't know. I'm trying to say what modern animal would you like to splice with an old dinosaur to make some kind of new hybrid? It's like he's never seen a Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah I, well, I got my answer. God damn I got it. My answer. I, honestly, I've maybe seen one or two and I was when I was yeah. very young. No, I, got, I got my answer. This let is me, always a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Let me think. Let me think. Jurassic Park World, the literal plot of Jurassic Park World is, hey, remember how this failed the last three times? We're doing it again. with an amusement park. It's already open, so people are already in here. Oh, and we bred this hybrid dinosaur that's more dangerous than any other dinosaur before. See, if you couldn't keep a regular T-Rex inside, what makes you think you're going to get a T-Rex on steroids, Captain? Right. Well, to be fair, in Jurassic World, they had finally cracked that whole keeping the T-Rex inside. Well, now they got another monster breaking out who's even worse than T-Rex. Right, well, they didn't learn their lesson, yeah. So, in in conclusion, capitalism bad. It's like I'm a prison (laughs) warden, and it's like I arrested the guy with the knife, and this time I learned to take the knife away from him before I arrested him, but I didn't take the gun away from the other prisoner. It's like, hmm... Feel like you didn't learn the lesson here. Uh-huh. Feel like they should just splice some poodle DNA in there and make them all cuddly. Poodles are yeah. vicious, man. Oh, not Ooh, speaking nice. of, <laughs> this might be this might have been a UK only story, but it's very relevant to this conversation. But mm. uh, it came out that the man that invented the Labradoodle, which oh, is a cross yeah. between Labrador and a poodle, came out and basically said, "I hate my life. I hate that I've done this." It was like his biggest regret. Yeah. yeah what? He's, you know, he said that more than once. Like, th- that was a big news <laughs> this last week, but I've actually heard him say that previously. Uh, and I think he just, he's upset by the way it's just been sort of overbred. I mean, the whole point behind the Labradoodle was in order to create, like, a good assist dog that was uh, hypoallergenic. And I don't mm. think that's a bad answer. I think he just doesn't like how prolific it got. So he's just kind of like a dog hipster. Well, same with, yeah. um, the woman that did the, like, gender reveal parties for her, like, babies and, like, the guy that made Keurig cups for coffee. Uh-huh. It's like, it could have been a good idea. And then it just got, like, over-abused by the market and stuff. And he's like, there's just so much fucking waste from these dumb little plastic cups for coffee. Yeah. Like, it could have been good, but it just got utilized in the wrong way. What was the Yeah, question? tell me what your dinosaur hybrid. Oh, okay. okay. I got it. Fine. Three, I got it as well. Two, one. None. T-Rex Do you want the with... apocalypse? Because that's how you get the apocalypse. <laughs> None. <laughs> Sorry, what was your snakes? Well, this is, this doesn't even make sense. But it was the first thing I thought of. T Rex cross with Bryce Dallas has, Bryce Dallas Howard's character from Jurassic World. So it's basically a T Rex in high heels, but for some inexplicable reason, the T Rex can run just as quickly as it would if it wasn't <laughs> wearing high heels. So you would like to make a T Rex, but give it human level intelligence. Well, do you, do you want Bryce, the apocalypse? Do you think, because well, that's well, how no, you get but, the apocalypse. Yeah, but does Bryce Dallas Howard, the actual person, have human level intelligence? Ooh, dig. Ooh. Shade! Ooh. <laughs> All right, that's listen, one listener from my I will not listen here while you besmirch <laughs> the good name of one Miss Bryce Dallas Howard. What has she done? Genuine question, apart from what's she famous for? I'm side sure she was in season side, five of Arrested Development. So, okay, sidebar into a hero talk. 
<laughs> yep, play the theme music. No. <laughs> From what I'm hearing is Judge Greg has seen Jurassic Park and doesn't want anything to do with it. Yep, that's Fair right. Answer. Nope, I don't what even I hear... care if I lose the game. I win on principle. Nick wants to make a T-Rex sexier. Yeah. And I'm also kind of on board with that. <laughs> I get it. Well, look, the, t- the, t- the T-Rex has got such tiny arms that it can't pleasure itself. So it needs to be more. <laughs> okay. Be All right. So we went there. <laughs> This is oh, canon on, on Hero Talk now. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> yes, I've besmirched another podcast. <laughs> um, but this, this is, is I know, this is a tough one. I, I think I got to go with Nick because it's an actual hybrid. <laughs> yes. And it's very disturbing, but also hilarious. And it's ridiculous. So that's... I'm just imagining suck your moral high ground, Greg. <laughs> I guess I do want the apocalypse is what I'm saying, Greg. And that's probably fucked up of me. Yeah. Listen, not um, all of us have kids. Some of us want yeah. the world to end. <laughs> I consider yeah. this one a moral victory, if not yeah. a technical one. Fair enough. Brent, isn't it Brent, isn't it also you that loves birds with human arms? Yes, very much so. See, I was playing into this. <laughs> See? Oh, absolutely. Um, but that's how we play I was a walrus. Just, like, the fact that we can get Judge Greg and Nick twice in one episode, yeah. which is more than their podcast <laughs> in a year, is No, that's fantastic. Impressive. Um, they're just, I was Walrus veterans. I don't even remember playing it that much. That's so fair. The fact that we got both of them in it is impressive. We were lucky. Um... To start this one off, though, I gotta say, this is po- probably my most proud I Was Walrus category ever. Least intimidating mafia nickname. <laughs> I love it. I felt like that was just, uh, it was destined for uh, success. And yes, yeah, Snuggles sure versus. I had a stroke when I was saying mafia. Yeah, here is, <laughs> I literally back, I wrote like, it down. I'm like, what did he say? Like, I'm gonna phonetically sound it yeah, out. There you go. Buttercup Spaganelli. <laughs> Spaganelli, yeah. I'm pretty sure Mark possessed me for that moment because I don't <laughs> know why I said that. It was Stromboli coming out of you. It uh, it was. I just had Buttercup, and I'm just like generic Italian goof 'em up name. Here you go. Yeah, and then I loved how I accidentally just like blurted out Johnny Two Shoes, just like as like <laughs> I was. Trying to think of intimidating, or I don't know, that was my least intimidating one, but I was also like, I don't know, being like, what's your average mafia name? And I totally blanked, and then that's what came up, and yeah, Johnny Two-Shoes. Stevie Couple of Fingers. (laughs) Johnny Two-Shoes. Oh, man. And then I tried to quiz you on uh, what unexpected food tastes delicious, or you're like, you were very mad at me for saying inedible. Inedible, which are immediately contradicting it. Yeah, that's, I was walrus in general. But delicious depends on edibility. That's true. Otherwise, that's asking like, that's like asking someone, what is silent, but a catchy song? It's like, that can't exist, (laughs) because in order to be catchy, you have to hear it. That's or like true. what feels good to touch but has no physical form. It's like that mm, 
That's not a thing. Well, speaking of nonsense, a mesquite tiramisu? What the fuck is that? <laughs> tiramisu with like a smoky barbecue flavor. That can I exist. I It'll suppose. That would be bizarre, but it could exist. I'm going to email Guy Fieri. Oh, wait. Well, I saw... I'm- <laughs> my no, suicide pact is broken. <laughs> All right, there it is. Doug made a reference. We're killing ourselves this episode. It's a good run. See oh, ya. no. I saw a pickle hollowed out with a Snickers bar in the center of it. People make disgusting food, so you could have a mesquite smoky tiramisu. That is possible. Oh, that visual just hurt me. <laughs> hey, oh. I, would eat, I would eat that. I think it's called a snickle. I would eat that. I'd give it a shot. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Cement isn't edible, and it's surprisingly flavored like cookies and cream. No one would know until they eat it. Well, I mean, yeah. This bullet tastes like, you know, pure happiness distilled into a single shot. But, you know, who's going to find out? <laughs> Kirk uh, I guess. But, uh, yeah, oh, Christ. <laughs> I was looking for that. I was like, I can't tie Epstein into this, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> he was murdered. Yeah. Um, no, but there is like a running joke, especially because I've been playing more D&D uh, out here with some friends. Like there is a thing of like, especially D&D dice, where like a lot of people are like, I know you're not supposed to, but like, what if I ate one? Yeah. Like, what if <laughs> I ate it? It's like, you shouldn't. It's like, yeah, yeah, I, I got that. That makes sense. But like, what if? It's a forbidden gusher. It really is. Like. And I think it ties back to, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with the Everlasting Gobstopper. Because that is real candy, but the real candy is just, like, a ball made of, like, pure sugar and it's dense as fuck. But in the movie, it's this unholy, like, tridecagon of, like, sticks poking out. And it's like, what is this? Yeah. And I feel like everyone wanted to eat that. And now we just have D&D dice, which are, like, kind of close to it. Pretty much, yeah. I could see that. So tempting. It was also nice hearing from the Melting Pat himself, Pat Johnston, our only listener. Um, (laughs) Thank you for tuning in, as you always do. Uh (laughs) I will say, with that, with his question of taking a video game character to prom, yes, no, no one said any video characters, uh, video game characters from Monster Prom, which is literally about picking a character to take to prom. Yeah, that was a category I came up with and then put no thought into it, and literally just said Knuckles, and I regret it immensely because I'm like, why would I take Knuckles to prom? I'd take Knuckles to prom. That's fair. I we just both be rocking those talks. But then Whitney pulls the Keanu Reeves card on me, which she's wow. known to do because she has a whole podcast about it. Wow. And she goes with John Wick, which is an incredible answer, and immediately wins that. And then she sweeps around because then Pat was inspired by her to then do a category about Keanu and was like, "Oh, if he could be your teacher in high school, what class would you want him to teach?" And again, I went with an answer that I would change the, <laughs> today. I went with art class. Well, first I'm a study, study hall, hall, which is stupid as fuck. But then I went with art class, which is I could see that. But no, why did I not default to just like physical education? Because I would love to learn how to dodge bullets from Neo himself. I mean, not that he should shoot at students. Oh, Christ. That's <laughs> what school did you go to? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he'd be like the metal shop teacher because he's what Johnny Silverhand in Cyberpunk 20, uh, 2079 or whatever. Oh, yeah. Which I is a character. That. So Cyberpunk 2079 is based off like. Cyberpunk is like 2020 or something, which is the tabletop board game, which is based off another tabletop board game, which he, which that's his character is from that originally. So okay. in the new game, he's like a hologram because the original character died back then, I guess, or is just old. Um, but yeah, he's like a cyborg and shit in the new game. So he'd be teaching metal shopping, building him a robot arm. 
Uh, I do like, though, that I was the Walrus is the game where there is no wrong answer, except for Study Hall. That's a bad answer, Doug. Yeah. You have to change it. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> that was probably the first time in history. No, that can't he be. refuse to let you, like, well, yeah, we, Mark probably picked something, and we're just like, no, we're not acknowledging That's that true. as an yeah, but, just <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it makes sense for Whitney to sweep me, too. She's, like, not only a great judge, a great player, so that's fun. Yeah. Is John Wick, though, is he, like, there isn't a John Wick video game, so would he be, it would be kind of Reeves as John Wick from Fortnite? So would you take him to prom and he's just flossing and like all those other dumb dances? Yeah, I think that's the only John Wick we have right now. Because I, I would have to take some points off for if I saw Keanu Reeves flossing at a prom. Yeah, maybe you could do the worm. I could, I could handle. I mean, the robot, the Matrix. Oh, that yeah, I feels see appropriate. Yeah. Um. Then we have Gamers Without Borders to end the episode. Uh, no better way to do it. Uh, yeah. So we start with. Like a like a a visual for an audio format. Uh, this viral meme <laughs> of food mascots. I hope you guys have seen it, and if you haven't, yeah. uh, Google it. It's it's uh, not hard to imagine. It's just a graph with exactly. all the mascots. And we have a fight of Mr. Peanut versus the King from Burger King, and yep. that that was a pretty good matchup. And yeah, Nick wanted to do a whole bust that nut joke or something, and then <laughs> didn't have it in him to finish it. Oh, pun intended. As if that's too far for our show. Yeah, that's like I said. Yeah, he was more than welcome to make that, but I thought it was really funny how he's just cracking up at the premise. Yeah, there is like a snack food called corn nuts that back in the day, I'm sure I referenced it before, but back in the day when they originally came out, there was a marketing campaign with commercials and a jingle with the song Bust a Nut. And that can't all, be. No, it was because the person that made the jingle did it as a joke. And they like submit it like ah everyone's gonna know this is a euphemism for jerking off like there's no way they'll like I'll send it to my boss he'll get a laugh out of it I'll have time to make the real jingle the boss didn't get it no none of the higher ups would none of them got it <laughs> so they went through with it so there's like TV commercials and radio jingles like you can look them up on YouTube they're still out there and you can listen to them. and it's like a whole jingle about like busting a nut like you can I remember specifically <laughs> one line was you can do it at school just don't get caught. <laughs> What? So there's this, no. it, like, it's very on the nose. The guy knew it was a joke. But, and, no one but else did. These, these managers are just thinking, yeah, you can it's good. eat it's a catchy. nut. A, a, yeah. Oh, my God. You're not supposed to have snacks in class. Like, so I get it. It makes sense. And it's just like, it's hilarious. That, that is it went wild. through, And that guy was just like, I'm so fired. <laughs> when they find out what this is, I'm gone. Good lord, that is uh, ridiculous, and I'm grateful that you know this little nugget of information. That's why we're uh, so blessed it. to have you on our program. <laughs> I have so much useless knowledge that will not pay off in any way. Well, and so did I in this episode. I ended up promoting the Pretzel Bacon King Burger because I had it recently <laughs> at that time of recording, and I was really enjoying it. Which It, it is great, but it's also super messy. I don't recommend oh, it. You yeah. can get two patties. I'm not going to go into it. Because the pretzel, like the, the bread on the outside of a pretzel is like tougher. So it doesn't absorb any of it. So like, if anything spills on it, it just slides off. So yeah, it just gets yes, everywhere. It's a very slidey burger. I'll give you that. <laughs> slidey um, burger. <laughs> but not a slider. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But yeah, you uh, called me out for that. And we're like, we're not going to be a corporate shit. <laughs> Yo, if we are shelling out for fast food, Burger King's my pick, though. Oh, it's yeah? It's garbage. I'm not denying. All fast food is garbage. But I got a soft spot in my heart. Probably from all the breaking I ate as a kid, and it's probably going to kill me. But if we are have to shield out for somebody, I will take Burger King. 
Well, that's the thing. It's either Burger King or Taco Bell because Taco Bell, we Taco actually stand a chance. There, uh, I saw like a meme going around. I think there was only just like this one local TGI Fridays, but like they had a sign where it was like, we will not serve in all caps anyone that smells strongly of the odor of marijuana. <laughs> and then it was like, thanks, management. And then uh, Taco Bell took that image, tweeted it, and was like, we'll give you 20% off. <laughs> Hell <laughs> you yeah. show up high. So it's like, wow. Yeah, uh, I feel like Taco Bell is a, a good they, place to get some junk food. Well, they have like their campaign where it was like the fourth meal, where it's like you can get like a bunch of food like discounted pretty cheaply after like 2 a.m. So like they know their demographic. Exactly. They, like they're leaning into it. So it's a smart move. And uh, Baja Blast alone, I got to give them credit. <laughs> oh, God. Mark would lose his mind if we got a sponsorship from Taco Bell. Uh, <laughs> you couldn't get a discount for smelling like weed out here, though, because most dispensaries are within a block of a Taco Bell. Right, so here. you can't even like, differentiate. Like, they're pr- <laughs> you pretty much always smell like weed if you're around one, so it's not hard. That's um, fair. I'm pretty sure AJ won an Xbox One no. or 360 from Was it Taco Corey Bell. Was and Amanda? Uh, what, both of them. I'm I not even kidding. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, so it's I def- crazy that we know multiple people that actually won that insane contest. I, I won't lie. After that happened, I did start hitting up Taco Bell a little more because I'm like, hey, I actually know people. Because, like, you can easily just have some campaign, like a, a competition like that in a like for a restaurant and just have no winners. Like, who's going to find out? There's no way to prove, like, this guy won. Or, like, you could just say, like, yeah, my friend Jeff Smith won. And, like, it's bullshit. Yeah, so I'm always concerned actually- about that. People actually did win that we know. We're like, oh, it's legit. It's legit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But um, yeah, it was definitely an Xbox One, not a 360. What year was it? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like when it came out. Like It was after they tanked where they're like, we got to give these away. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, back to Burger King real quick. I, at least out here, they're selling tacos and mozzarella sticks now at Burger King. And like, I'm going to be real with y'all. The mozzarella sticks ain't bad. For like a oh, dollar ninety nine for some quick cheap mozzarella sticks with some marinara sauce, ain't bad. So like, don't judge. I just love how best of I was Walrus devolves into a fast food restaurant or <laughs> fast food conversation. Um, but no, I do want to mention we've uh, I don't know that Popeyes sandwich went fucking viral. We mentioned it on the show at least once. Get that. Now McDonald, it, it, I had it. It was good. It was nothing to go crazy over. I just don't um, like like there's Popeyes is selling the sandwiches at. Another restaurant, or was it Fice? I don't know. It, like, <laughs> it just the whole thing confused me, and I don't get it. Well, that's all I was gonna say is McDonald's trying to get in the game, and they only have like at select uh, locations in like Tennessee or some shit. So they might be branching out with being like, "Oh, we're trying to get into the chicken sandwich game." But it's like, don't you already have chicken sandwiches? <laughs> I don't even really get it. It like everyone's just copying Chick Fil A's recipe of just like super breaded chicken and then like two pickles. Yeah, all you sandwich. need is two that's pickles, it. and it makes it a genius sandwich. <laughs> well, I think it's it's also the chicken is like br- or uh, brined in pickle juice as well. So like, oh. so it tastes very pickly, but it's not from those two pickles. It's from like the brine that the chicken soaked in, and then it's br- uh, floured and breaded and then fried. That could very well be. So that's how they get it. They tricked it. Like the same way McDonald's used to uh, fry their fries in beef broth or beef oil. Because that's how people got like, like, oh, their fries are just better than everyone else because they were doing this one little trick. And they also use uh, sugar when they cook them. Yeah. So they're a little sweeter. And then, like, people found out, like, vegetarians found out, like, yo, you're cooking it in beef broth? That's fucked up. You got to, like, you know, tell people that. And they don't do it anymore. Uh, That makes sense. I know a lot about fast food. It probably explains how my body is just so doughy and just unhealthy. (laughs) Uh, I will say, 
my last note is uh the uh we went on to a Jurassic Park tangent. Yes. Of uh what was it, like two creatures? Or I, I was trying to, yeah, me too, actually. But I remember a T Rex. It was my, my question was so convoluted. It was like, and you're like, <laughs> it's like he's never seen a Jurassic Park before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like I remember it was Nick mixing together a T Rex and Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes, and getting a sexy T Rex, which we've all seen. We've and all seen a. Sexy I'm pretty sure Judge Greg was just like, I'm not doing it or something. <laughs> it's like, like I can respect Judge Greg going on principle, saying this is a bad idea, and I won't even choose to acknowledge it. Yeah, that's a man who chooses <laughs> to die on his fictional hills all the time. Max is not the worst character in Life is Strange. There's a oh, literal no. serial killer in it. There's a literal serial killer in that game. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I will agree with Judge Greg. I am. I I wouldn't even say unreasonably mad at Jurassic Park. I would say completely reasonably mad at Jurassic Park and just the movies and the premises they have because it's the first one, which, hey, you got to try it. Who wouldn't? The second one, where I believe they go back for some reason, it's like, fine, you forgot your keys there. You got to go back. I get <laughs> sure. it. Sure. And then three is Lost World, which I didn't, this is when I stopped watching them. So I don't know the plot of three, but like, sure, it's some other bullshit. But then it's just like, hey, what if we did Jurassic Park again? Like, what if in this fictional world where these dinosaurs got out and like killed a bunch of people, what if we did it again? And yeah. this time we fuck with the genetics so they're even more dangerous. It's like, hey, Bryce Dallas Howard, the fuck are you thinking? Like, it's so insane that you would even consider that as an option and that they're making multiple movies about this plot is so infuriating to me and I hate it so much. Yeah, sounds kind of unnecessary, but it is just a way to make money and have more dinosaurs on the big screen. Hey, I am more than fine with dinosaurs on the big screen. Like, Godzilla, I went and saw that. The movie's like three and a half hours. Like, it's way too long. Hell yeah, Godzilla should be in Monster Hunter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think Ice-T won that round, surprisingly, because we said Ice-T was Godzilla-sized for some reason. My selling point was Ice-T as a Monster Hunter and if he had and a monster hunter, you have an assistant, like a palico, a little cat person who will assist you with stuff. If I can get Lieutenant Munch as a palico like skin, oh I'm that's in. it. Done. Like sold, pre-ordered, I'll kickstart that game to exist. Like I'm so on board for that. Um, but then we ended up yeah, the last thing I even have as a note was a T Rex has such tiny arms can't pleasure itself. <laughs> it's yeah. just such a funny visual. Well, I mean, like if you think about it. Dinosaurs are most co- most related to modern day birds, so like they might not even had external genitalia. A T Rex might have had a cloaca. T Rex oh, might have had the one hole. I've heard this word too much because I'm a <laughs> Doughboys fan. I don't even understand why this word keeps coming up. But for so, listeners that don't know what that is, don't Google it. <laughs> it's bird genitals. So like, imagine like all of your genitals, all the naughty bits, all your bathing suit area, but like in one hole. Uh, yeah, and that's you what a cloaca is. Defecate, you sh- uh, piss, shit, come. Yeah, all out of that one hole. You lay eggs out of it, it's all one hole. Birds uh, are optimized, they're streamlined, they know what they're doing. We know what we're doing. We're just scaring away more listeners. And that's how we're going to wrap up this Don't best of episode. Listen to this if you're a new listener. No. Do not listen to the best of for a new listener. No, just maybe don't listen to our show. But no, That's <laughs> thanks <awesome>. for tuning in. <laughs> uh, no, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, if you do like our show, we really appreciate it. Uh, give us a like, follow, subscribe at all the places, ABT Silence. But Bren, you have another podcast. Where can our listeners find that and you on the internet? Wouldn't say no to a review anywhere you can listen to us either. Wink. Uh, but for me. It's the holidays. <laughs> it's the giving season. Please. 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ABTSBrendan. And then my other podcast is about anime. It's called Are Weeb There Yet? Me and another weeby friend force another non-weeby friend to watch anime. And I don't know when this episode's going out. I don't know when the other episode's going out. Uh, but one of the more recent episodes is essentially a magical girl anime like Sailor Moon where characters turn into magical uh, people or characters and then fight off monsters. Yeah. Uh, the difference with this show is it's called Zerizame or whatever. Japanese name doesn't matter. The uh, difference with this one is instead of magical girls, it's boys. And instead of turning into sailor scouts, they turn into kappas, which are little frog demons that crawl up people's assholes and steal their desires. And that's what this show's about. And I binged all of it instantly. Yeah, that sounds up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> no that's not on brand. There. I don't know what is. Fair enough. Um, but that's going to do it for this episode. We're going to have a regular episode for you guys on Monday. Uh, try to keep up the trend of the bonus episodes on Friday, but hopefully you we'll guys see. are having a good uh, holiday season, and we will be back uh, next time. See you guys. See you.